I got some things in my past I don't want to go back to. Well, it's not in your past. At the time. It's running in your future. Time right? is not a, a linear thing. So what what happens when the parallel universes come together and can join at is that what that it's, new you know, Nolan like, movie is? Is that what that is? Tenet? Oh, we're getting a trailer no, for that today. But... Are we really? Yeah. Way to date the episode, Chavez. Yeah. Well, I never said what today was. We should be upfront with our listeners that um, it is 9.43 a.m. Absolutely not. Keep them in the dark. The less they know, the no, better. No, 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 no. Listen. They don't need to know about Riley's war crimes. No Riley war crimes, but you know what they need to know about is on Twitter, the end of meat is here is trending. So that's if that dates the episode, then meat that's fine, is but... over party. Meat is canceled. Meat no, is actually, Stan real quick, meat is can I canceled. just say? Can I just say I went to Burger King the other day. I got the Impossible Whopper. Oh, stop it! it. Stop. It stop. tastes awesome identical to a no. real Whopper. It oh, tastes yeah. identical you know to what? a real Whopper. You know, you know what doesn't matter? The fact that you did that because you went to Burger King. And that alone is a low point in your quarantine. What is that supposed to mean? The Park City Burger King, Tate. I know you've been there. Yeah, dude. $1 10 chicken nugget deal when you're starving to death and trying not to lose all your money is different from when you willingly have every fast food option in the world, and then you choose Burger King. All right, where would you? Where would I? Where where should I have gone? Where should I have gone? I you would. I would have rather have you gone to McDonald's. Easily. No, not after hashtag McPaperGate. That's true. (laughs) I forgot about that. If you want to go ahead and tell everybody about about that, I feel like the listeners need to know about what happened to you. Okay, 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 for sure. Um, so my. Junior year of college, I went to a McDonald's after a long day, and I ordered a double quarter pounder with cheese, which was my go-to McDonald's order. So I get back to, not my apartment, I actually got back to a friend's apartment, I sit down, I open the box, I take a bite, and I'm like, this burger tastes off. So I took another bite, and um, it was off because, you know, the little pieces of paper they used to separate the patties? Yeah, they didn't take those pieces of paper off on my burger, so I ate paper. Um, And it was melted in pretty good because of the cheese, so I just kind of gave up and cried. And then I put it on Twitter, um, because why? Huh? What, you tried to take the paper off? In hopes of continuing to eat it? I was really hungry. It was 10 o'clock at night. Oh, my God. You could have just gone back to McDonald's, Doc. Yeah, I know, but I was... No, I was If you were going to go through all of the work to, like, oh, they easily... Listen, if it was just just a piece of paper that gets, whoop, just tear it off, I would have been fine. I would have just eaten it. I wouldn't have cared. I'm not going to lie. What's hater talk, you ask? I feel really judged. I feel really attacked. You are judged. And also, you went to Burger King. Which, why yeah, do you there's expect nothing anything? Yeah, that's any, debatable. Who? It's not debatable. It's just by Burger King is definition fine. falls. Burger King is fine. What time did you go to Burger Let's put King? up a poll in the uh, what time Instagram day? store. Like 9 o'clock? AM? I'm pretty it was sure, night. I'm pretty sure Burger King was going to close at some point recently oh yeah no i think and i was like thank god like thank you there's what is what's what's the problem with burger king it's not good i don't know it's like it's like second only behind long john silvers and like the least appealing restaurants fast food chains on the planet so this since we've been talking burger king stock dropped a dollar so so they can't even buy their own chicken nuggets I know we're not live, but I can't help but feel some. Burger King stock? Um, I mean, if I feel like Burger King is owned by a bigger company. but Oh, yeah, no, it's Restaurant Brands International Incorporated. That sounds ominous. 
Yo, um... Anyway, I'd, so uh, today I, uh, we're talking oh. about a movie. What was that, Arvin? Yes, we are. I get it. One sec. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, okay. Keep going without me. Keep going without me. Le- leave mid-episode. So, um, anyway, thanks for listening to all that garbage. This is the morning um, episode. It's what we keep. It's the ramp up. The, this is the ramp up. Uh, I think we found our two, secret yeah, sauce. Two podcasts. One I think is we found Michael's secret sauce. Space okay, okay. Water. Um, okay, so today on Spoilers Only Please, uh, get ready to roll the intro music thingy. We are talking about the interview. I'm afraid of America. I'm afraid of the world. So, as many of you know, the interview was a 2014 comedy film um, that received, you know, mixed reviews that caused quite a stir in the world. Uh, Am I right, Um, guys? I would argue it ended up being one of the most important geopolitical films of the past few decades and actually led to the Sony Pictures hack. The consequences of which we still felt up until like 2018, 2019. Absolute insanity. The, the movie stars um, Seth Rogen and um, James Franco. Um, I'll read the little thing. Uh, Dave Skylark, who's played by James Franco, and his producer Aaron Rappaport, played by Seth Rogen are the team behind the popular tabloid TV show, Skylark Tonight. After learning that North Korea's Kim Jong-un is a huge fan of the show, they successfully set up an interview with him, hoping to legitimize themselves as actual journalists. However, as Dave and Aaron prepare for their journey to Pyongyang, the CIA steps in, recruits them, and assigns them an incredible mission to assassinate the dictator. Which is just like so charged with politics for a comedy film like like we're gonna kill the north korean dictator that it does in fact exist in real life for a seth rogan comedy film especially oh yeah yeah i I, also this whole time like there's little bits and pieces where i was like this is so based off of what dennis rodman (laughs) talks about having done in uh (laughs) north korea (laughs) Like, for those of you who don't know, like, I think they call him Ambassador Rodman because, you know, he played for uh, the Lakers and stuff. And the Bulls. The, no, the, the Bulls. Whatever. I'm I not a big sports dude, but to that. I, I know I've done I've done a lot of a lot of digging on Dennis Rodman because it's absolutely incredible what that man has conjured into a life. And um, he... Um, he, like, has been to North Korea and hung out with Kim Jong-un and, like, just, just, like, kicked back with him. And I think this movie was, like, leveling up that real-life um, concept of, like, really odd celebrity hangs out with a dictator. Like, what if the government stepped in and was like, hey, we need you to, you know... I wonder how close... Out we actually got to that happening. Like, how close did the government get to contacting Dennis Rodman and being like, hey, we want you to take out Kim Jong-un? Five minutes ago, an article just went live like with a video of Dennis Rodman saying, Kim Jong-un, there's something wrong with him since we started speaking about him. This is the second coincidence like this on this podcast. I feel like it's worth pointing out. No way, dude. I swear to God. No way. Dennis Rodman says, "You're a liar. You're a liar for hire." Dennis Rodman says, "Absolutely." If you see his sister running the country, you know there's something wrong. If you see her on TV, you know there's something wrong. Which feels very. Or five hours ago, it was five hours ago. I feel like Dennis Rodman okay. will be the person that Kim Jong Un talks to last when he takes his last breath. At this rate, 
You'll Absolutely. sing fireworks. Absolutely. Right. Do you think that's um, true? Do you think his favorite song is Firework by Katy Perry? And if it was, do you think it still is today? Easily top 10 for the pre-2020 thing, but he's been indoors. I feel like he may have updated his music taste. Uh, do you think he's listened to our podcast or is listening right now? Him quite we're a kind few of talking times. about him. What's everyone saying yeah. to him real quick, just in case he's listening? Who, yeah. Kim Jong-un? Well, if he's listening, big fan. Um, if he's not listening, which I don't think he is, because he's dead, definitely. He's not dead. You Dude, can't I don't know. Kill, you can't kill Kim Jong-un. When's the last time you talked to Yesterday. him? Yesterday. Uh, Tuesday. If I could do this podcast. Tuesday, yeah. That's two if days he's... ago, so as for recording. If he's alive, so. I can beat his ass in a one-on-one game of basketball. If he's dead, I, don't know I can possibly beat it. him. That's big. That's big. He's the supreme I, leader of a country. I can take him. <laughs> He's the supreme leader. You don't want to beat him. Oh my god! All right. So, I just want to want to kind of gauge everyone's thoughts on the movie. Um, the We're not getting political. I don't. Yeah, sure. I guess we're not getting political. I don't think there's really much politics to be on the wrong pretty, side everyone's about. Pretty, pretty on the same page. Yeah, that's fair. When it comes to KJ. Big fan. KJ. <laughs> KJ. KJ. KJ Oon. KJ Oon. KJ Appa. I'm just collecting KJ. All right, Riley. Riley, what did you think about the movie? Have yes, you seen it I before? love Seth Rogen comedies. I think I, there's actually he put out a few things that like live in the world of like, they're like kind of like stoner comedies, but they're also dealing with politics. Like Longshot, he also worked on. Um, and I just... As someone who's really into politics in general, I like I love them because they just make light of like very stressful situations, and also I just think James Franco is charismatic, and I've always believed Eminem is gay. So yeah, I'd give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, this probably has one of the best openings to any movie ever. That that's that's just such a funny thing, you know. I don't know. Um, you know, Tyler, what about you? It's fine. I chuckled, but like, because I, I, I saw this movie like 2015 when it came out on Netflix. So I was 16 then. And even at the time, I was like, you know, it's, I chuckled, but I don't know. I don't, I didn't feel like it was anything really to write home about. I think it's fun to watch, but. I don't know. I just wasn't really like blown away. I think it kind of, I think it kind of like hits the jokes you expect it to hit and it does fine at that. But I don't think it was necessarily like a comedy that if I'm with a group of friends, I, I would be like, this is the comedy we have to watch again. Like there's a long list of films I would recommend before that really. Yeah. Arvin. Uh... <laughs> I didn't have I, I I've seen the movie once before, um, though it was when it came out. But I surprisingly remembered a lot of the jokes, so they probably didn't land as well as they did before. Um, I don't know. I just kind of felt like I lost two hours of my life. An hour and fifty-two minutes minus credits. All right, so I lost like an hour and forty-five of my life. <laughs> <laughs> the Eminem opening is hilarious. I like um all the random celebrities that they like shoehorned into his show. That was fun. Rob nice Lowe. little uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt cameo. Bald Rob Lowe. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, right. I don't know. I just uh it wasn't my movie. I'll just say that. Still yeah, better I mean... than um what's that movie? Spaceballs. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Gloves are coming off. Gloves are coming off. Okay. <laughs> Let's. All right. <laughs> are you gonna say something, Tyler? Or are you just gonna keep doing this hold my earring stuff? Or are you just gonna take your gloves off, put them back it's, on, I take them off? The candle, like... Did you say hold my earrings? <laughs> Spaceballs is so. Spaceballs is so much better than this movie, Orbit. Like I cannot fathom ever, ever. No. Absolutely not. Spaceballs is just dumb. 
See, um, my thoughts in this movie, so I was, like, really, really, like, I had, like, a stint in high school where I would just watch these kinds of movies, like, all the time. Like, not because I thought they were the best movies ever, but just because they're, like, this is a mindless movie. You could just, like, turn your brain off and, like, enjoy, I think. So, like, I, um... Like, like, I feel like you got to go in to a movie like this differently than you're going into, like, The Irishman, you know? Like, like I think that's just, that just comes in tandem with watching a movie. Like, you, your expectations are different. Like, I, I Arvin, I agree. Like, I, I remembered a lot of the jokes because I, I watched this, like, because I remember it was supposed to come out in movie theaters and then, like, North Korea was like, we're going to bomb every movie theater that shows this. And then everyone was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, who cares? And then Sony actually pulled the movie out of movie theaters because apparently there was enough concern. And so they had to, like, release it online and you paid, like, five bucks, like, you know, a cheap movie ticket to watch it like digitally when it was supposed to come out in theaters, which is weird because it's kind of what's going on with coronavirus movie releases right now. Like you've got that, there was that World War II Tom Hanks movie, Greyhound, that's, that's now thing. coming out on Apple TV. Plus, yeah, dude, and uh, Lovebirds was sold to Netflix and that just came out, the new Camille Nanjiani movie. Um, then... I mean, this is a little different, but the live cast recording, original cast recording of Hamilton is coming out um, early July on Disney Plus, even though it was planned for a 2021 summer um, theater release, which like is just wild to me, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And oh, and and the five bloods which I'm kind of excited for um, Spike Spike Lee's new movie The trailer came out. Uh, as recording yesterday so um that that looks really interesting to me and I, I actually can't wait to watch that but that'll be on netflix too um and but th- this was weird because it that this happened you know for a totally weird reason and um there was so much like security concerned around this movie that like i think seth rogan had like a team of bodyguards following for like a year after it came out just in that's case. pretty wild it was like at least as i can remember like the first instance of a major studio choosing to release a film via a streaming service instead of a theatrical release and now like studios are doing that more often and netflix is doing it themselves too but as far as i can remember this was the first time a studio was like why release it in theaters at this point it's just release it on netflix and it'll it'll be consumed there which is interesting because now like streaming is taking over so much so it wasn't released on netflix in the u.s it wasn't initially i think you had to buy it i i bought yeah, my you copy to, of you had to buy it online I, I bought a copy or I it was it. very easy to pirate yeah but why well yeah because because it was like entirely put online day one um not that you pirate oh, yeah. movies I would anyway, never right? Take part in pirating films. <laughs> that was he made he makes a very that didn't sound convincing. That did not sound convincing. That is a statement my lawyers and I prepared. Thank you. Oh my god. Do you even What's need your a lawyer's lawyer? Name? Real talk. Do you need one? I have a few I have a few things I need a lawyer for. So you have multiple lawyers. I feel like you could get out of anything. Riley, were you involved in the Sony Pictures hack? Cool, cool, cool. I did not play an active role that I recall. Notice the word active. An active role, yeah. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like how Ryan Reynolds like has that joke about leaking the Deadpool footage, but he'll never say it's him. Um, (laughs) Except. Also, I just want to point out. I just want to wait. Yeah, I was saying, except this is cyber terrorism you're talking about. Yeah, one was promotion of the film, the other was. Well, I will say the best thing to come out of the Sony hack was 
an email from Jonah Hill saying that he was like down like they were just like emailing Jonah Hill like hey how does this plot line sound for uh, Jump Street 3 and it was supposed to be a Men in Black crossover and I was like holy crap so that is such a good crazy idea crazy things came out of like, that hack they, they get like, like they get recruited into Men in, I guess that's what became Men in Black International which was garbage from what I hear I haven't watched it but like it was gonna be like their characters from 21 Jump Street, um, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, and they were going to get, like, recruited into the Men in Black and have to go, like, That's undercover. And I, I don't know. I just thought it I just thought it was so funny. And it would have been, like, R-rated and stuff, and I don't think William Smith would have been there. Uh, a few of the things. Tatum packed cool. emails real quickly. It just says, uh, because of how great their opening weekend was for 22 Jump Street, he said, we got Kate Blanchett with this box office bitches, and then five exclamation marks. A few of the things that came out of that <laughs> hack. Um, we have Scott Rudin calling Angelina Jolie a, quote, minimally talented spoiled brat. Um, this email is, or the Sony hack was credited for getting a lot of fans to encourage Sony and Marvel to share Spider-Man, which led to like a huge development for the MCU. Um, this is kind of actually how the public learned that Charlie Sheen was HIV positive because he said that in an email to Matt Lawyer. So the Sony Pictures hack is like, it's kind of ridiculous how much stuff came out of that. Crazy, absolutely. Hmm. Charlie, where is he now? Hmm. That's wild. I don't know. Not as great. Yeah, that's what they're calling him. Can we we try to... Charlie, where is he now? Remember when he was like the peak of pop culture? Like winning Tiger Blood? He still is, in my eyes. Yeah, I was thinking that. He still is in my eyes. I think we could get him on here. I don't know if he's got a lot going on. I wonder what he... If anybody has a connection to Charlie Sheen, let us know. We'd love to have him. We'd love to talk about his favorite works, the things he's been in, the things he enjoys watching. Right, right. Jonathan, can you go ahead and try to book that? Okay, okay sounds good. Yeah. Um, sorry, that was just me sidebarring to our our, uh, bo- our booking did, guy. Did some um, do the right thing. So... Well, I don't think we're um, ever going to know. Well, that's the. No, I think it was stupid because the whole thing is like you're giving power to, to, to terrorism or threatened terrorism. Terrorism. By terrorism, which definitely was not, North totally not at all like... in any way sponsored by the North Korean government. Yeah, obviously. But it's just like they bent to their threats, which like everyone was just laughing at at the time. At least I was. I was like, maybe kidding me. They're gonna they're gonna send a missile to specifically every movie yeah, theater. They're just That's what they said they would do. No, it was just it was just an empty threat. And then we also I, I also remember hearing things about how like. They like airdropped uh, copies of the movie into North Korea so the people would like understand. Yeah, the rest there's of the a like a South Korean freedom fighters group that wants to reunite like the Koreas and they plan to airdrop um, uh, USB copies of the interview or DVD copies because they did a similar thing with Korean Wikipedia on USB oh. devices. Oh, wow. The group was called uh, Fighters for a Free North Korea. So what... what hmm. Aside from cool. the Eminem intro, which is very good, what's everyone's like favorite moment or joke from this movie? Oh, no. I think mine is um, like oh, right man. before everything kicks off. Um when James Franco pulls Seth Rogen into a room and just like they have just like this 
random ecstasy binge and it doesn't like it's not even i don't even think it was the party that led to them like talking to the cia i feel like there was I feel like there's a lot of no, it just has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, really, just like mean nothing. There's a lot of improvised moments which are kind of funny, um, but there's just a lot of like small jokes and small moments which really don't mean anything or contribute anything, but are still kind of funny. I like the honeypotting line. That's a good dialogue. line. Um, slash when they're like, and this guy's here just in case we're gay. I like I I do like the bit where like the dude uh, eats the the, like poison strip in in the gum pack, and then every time they see him, they're like, "Dude, you look great. Are you okay?" Because they they like know he's gonna die, but they're amazed that he's like holding out so long, especially since he ingested the poison. Um. I mean, I don't know. Like, it just seemed like the kind of movie where, like, they had fun making it. Oh, I'm um, sure they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, right. And, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, this movie is no, like, it's not, like, better or worse than, like, Sausage Party, which I also, like, enjoy. Like, I don't think these movies are, like, the, like, I have a friend who is is, like, super excited whenever a Kevin Hart movie comes out and I'm like I might not totally get it because that dude is like the more modern day Adam Sandler than Adam Sandler is like he plays the same exact he just plays himself in every movie Hmm. you know like even Jumanji where he's like a video game avatar who's technically a teenager like you know, he's just he's just being Kevin Hart. And to a lot of people, that's awesome. That's appealing and, and, and funny. And that's all they need to go see the movie. And I feel like this is the same kind of, you know, yeah, I think same kind of thing you're signing I up I really for. like that comment. And I think um, the their friendship, like James Franco and Seth Rogen's friendship is what I feel like is the drawn for the movie. I mean, I, bo- I enjoy both of them on their own, Seth Rogen more than James Franco. But I feel like whenever I'm watching like the movies they make together, you can just see like how much fun they're having. Just like acting and creating together. It's a cool, it's a cool thing to watch. It's like us with this right. podcast. Yeah, we're kind of like, okay, who's who's a, who's a Seth Rogen and who's a James Franco? That's a fun game. Mm. I'll go, I think I am a James Franco. I, I agree mm. with that. Um, I think I'm a, I got some stubble right now, so I kind of feel like Seth Rogen. I feel like he's a stubbly guy. Stubbly boy. I, I kind of lean yeah. towards uh, Seth Rogen, but in certain situations, I could see myself trying to be more James Franco. I guess I see myself more. Too. Yeah, so yeah. That's the third part. That's the Holy Trinity right there. That's the boys. KJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <for> <laughs> My favorite Kim Jong-un moment is when they do the interview and James Franco like breaks through to Kim Jong-un and then he just sharts himself. <laughs> it's just like a really like poorly added fart sound effect and then he goes like oh no and he's just like i sharted and i just i want to know if that was scripted or not because it's so again it's one of those tight and like no one ever mentions it again and everyone freaks out because he's like he has a butthole he's not a god yeah well, that's the last line in the movie is like, like, led this is the story because he's like reading his tell all book at the end. And he's like, this was the the interview that that led to making a dictator cry and shit himself. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So do we that's think this, and that this tells you a lot about told by an unreliable narrator say. and maybe some of the details have been twisted? course it's western propaganda (laughs) anyway i think you know we've hardly talked about the movie but at the same time yeah yeah i think we really covered everything about it it's on netflix if you all want to watch it listeners 
Um, so head over to there to check it out. It's I, I'd say it's worth like a uh, just I guess throwing out my overall thoughts. I think it's worth like a watch if you've never seen it, especially with everything going on now. And this is the reason we actually picked the movie was because we've been, you know, talking about the whole Kim Jong Un's dead thing for the last like. So this four is the episodes. end of our. So we just no, wanted sorry, to I interrupted kinda... you. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I don't even care because <laughs> that's awesome. I'm quitting. That's that's anyway awesome. Because of that. Jonathan's in then. Yeah, we're, sorry. Jeez. We're gonna bring in the intern. Jonathan's in. Wow. So, um, anyway, yeah, I think I think this movie's like worth watching, um, just because it it pokes fun at the political climate of the world, and um, I don't know who said you're not allowed to make fun too, of dictators. Yeah. true yeah i will say you know people are saying it's like too soon for taiko itd to make a movie making fun of hitler and i was like dog like charlie chaplin made a movie about I, that I, like I, within 10 years of world war ii ending or whatever you know like i i just i didn't understand that whole <clears throat> jojo rabbit argument about how it was like oh you can't make like you can't poke fun at this like Germany, no, Nazi stuff, like that. stuff, and I was you like, gotta go I to mean, the, the signature line. Yeah, but um, that's stupid. They hate us because they ain't us. They hate us because they ain't us. Mm-hmm. They hate us because they ain't us. That is also like a great line, and I do find myself thinking of that anytime someone says someone says like ain't us. My first thought is always like ain't us. That's a great line. I thought that's a like. No, just in, in the realm of, like, this comedy. I think it's fun. No, I think it's one of the best lines in cinema. I feel like it's fun. Um, okay, okay. Well, if you guys had to slap a number on it. Uh, out five, of ten. Five. And I, I'd also like to say I'm glad that we're ending our, our Kim Jong-un arc. Well, this ends when we get into the end of this episode. No, he's he's fine. He's alive. Yeah, that's what they want. Well, if we stop talking, if we get, if we stop talking about Kim Jong Un, we're not going to get the money from North Korea to keep doing this. You were not supposed to talk about. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah. supposed we, to. We can cut it out. I'm just saying. Like, remember when I said like the less they know, the better. Yeah, I know, but like this was one of the things they shouldn't. Like, know. Remember when you told us that this was just going to be a way to sort of like propagate rumors about Kim Jong Un and build his hype in the U.S. for his grand return. Yeah, but I said that I said that with the hopes that you wouldn't talk about it on the podcast. And I know we can edit it out, but that's more work for Tate. And um I just feel like that was a really dumb move, Bradford. I'm just reading that this uh, I'm reading this this uh popular I'm I'm looking at the letterbox reviews. I had originally given this movie a seven and probably moved it down to six or six and a half. But I will say there are some, a, um, some of the critics that I follow on Letterboxd, one in particular that's a popular uh, writer for IndieWire, who like really, really uh, shits hard on like Marvel movies a lot of the time. And like some movies I like for like no reason. Like he went really, really hard on the last Star Wars movie, which. I, I know a lot of people saw glaring problems with, but I kind of like approached it from the um, it's a movie made for children almost standpoint. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was fine with problems, obviously, but he like went <laughs> in on it, right? He gave this movie an eight. So <laughs> if that tells gonna, you anything. I'm um, going to slap a five and a half on this. Yes. Yeah, so Six on a good day. Six with friends. Six with friends. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this movie would be better if you watched it with friends. Like the cast of Friends, the television show. Yeah. Returning soon to HBO Max. We need to talk about HBO Max in a sec. We need to talk after after everybody gives their numbers. 
I can't. Yeah, I can't wait to I'll talk about like the worst ad campaign I've ever seen in my life. I like Seth Rogen films. This is probably in the middle of Seth Rogen films for me. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Yeah, if anybody wants to do the math and uh, go ahead and average our answers I've for us, because I don't even remember what I said. No, no need to remind me. Yeah, if any, well, if anybody wants to average our review, um, if you send an send that in an email to spoilersonlyplease at gmail dot com, Riley will Riley will send you a free selfie. Oh, actually, Tyler will also send you a free selfie um, of him shaved, mm. and then you can make Ooh. all of a lot of them. How many followers? A lot of them are asking for before and after photos, and I'm terrified of all of them. How many followers do you have, Tyler? Um, <laughs> hold on. I now have. Give me a second here. Okay. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, I have five hundred ninety followers. I believe before this episode started, I was in the four hundreds, low five hundreds. <laughs> Drop a link to the podcast. My video has. 112.6 thousand views with 7,708 uh, likes. My favorite comments is someone who wants to be my someone that now wants to be my stepmother, even though my parents are happily married. And uh, one friend oh, I said, "No, I, I'll, I I'm not going to lie. For a few days, I interpreted it as they were into Tyler, but now I see that they're into Tyler's dad." Yes. Um, a one friend commented, "You have to show us." And a man named Joshua Dean forty one said, "Go to his other vids. He barely had anything on his face, anyways." LMAO. I'll say this, Tyler: If the video that's trending is of your family, are they not the TikTok famous ones, and are you merely the vessel? That's a good argument. I don't want this fame. It's I'm I'm scared of these people. Wow, mind blowing. Good, you should fear them. Let's start for everyone out there who listens to the show. We're going to start oh, a new man. campaign to sort of help Tyler deal with his newcomer fame. He's getting too much admiration. He's getting too much love. So we're going to start an online bullying campaign right here, right now. <laughs> so wherever you are, download TikTok, pick a name, and just go tell Tyler to eat shit. <laughs> First person to do this. That's my HBO. Is it if HBO you, Max subscription? Yeah, Tyler, let me know. Let me know when uh, someone comments eat shit. Uh, speaking of social media. Oh my god, no, wait, wait. We have to talk about it. My mind is still blown and I haven't even talked to you guys about this. Oh yeah, Snyder Cut's yet. happening. The, the Snyder Cut, baby, Snyder it's cut. coming. Yes. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's real. I'm not excited about it. I just can't believe it's actually a real thing. This whole time I thought, like, Zack Schneider was just like, oh, Justice League, like, whatever. It could have been so much better if they had done what I wanted. But apparently, I guess they shot everything. He's going to be like they four hours the movie, But I, thought I think they finished it, and then they brought Josh Whedon in. And then Josh it Whedon did a bunch of reshoots. Long. No, no. Okay, look, it's really, it's really messy. Uh, this is gonna get a little depressing, but Zack Snyder left the project. That's I what thought, I thought during too. Production mm-hmm. because his daughter committed. Oh no! Apparently, time. he left during post, and it was like really, like obvi- obviously, that he left during, during post production. During what? Yeah, like like they finished production oh, and okay. then he left for so, post production. So I think. Yeah. Well, see, obviously they wanted it to be more like a Marvel movie, so they wanted to add a lot of jokes. I remember hearing this. So they they like force-fed all of that into there um, with Joss Whedon, who successfully did that with Avengers, but obviously it didn't work since the project was, you know, drastic. That was drastically different, I guess, from the tone of the original. I mean, we- I... I'll we'll watch, watch it, it and we'll review it. But I don't want to get HBO Max. I feel yeah, like not. Months you do, do you get HBO Max you if you have HBO? Like, I think they're phasing it in. 
Well, it's coming out in 2021, the Snyder Cut. It, it, for those who don't know, it's like this, this like weird, uh, like very ominous presence in the film world where like this movie has been rumored to have been existing for forever. Um, it's just, we didn't know this day would he- actually come. And they cut a bunch of things out of it, like like I think Cyborg's origin story, um, more stuff about the Flash being a nerd. Um, oh my god! Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern, Dark Side, like, cause, yeah, they cause cause the whole plan was to have them fight Dark Side, like I think in this Jesus movie. Christ, and that's why it was four hours long, cause they had, and then they they retconned the whole thing, and they made it Steppenwolf because who is the bad guy of the theatrically released movie because I don't know. No one knows who Steppenwolf is. No one cared. He was just a big CGI villain, but like dark side is like the Thanos of that. And I think they wanted to hopefully build up to him eventually. So I don't know. Anyway, uh, speaking of me, social, we're you know, talking about social media. Um, um We've got some questions from the Instagram. Oh, ooh. Um, so our first question, Tate, I think this question will be better suited okay. for you. Uh, when are you going to review King Kong 05? Okay. Ooh. Uh, those who know me know that this movie is a masterpiece in my mind. Peter Jackson Peter Jackson has to be one of the best filmmakers ever. Just because of his track record, like he was like, Yeah, I'll do Lord of the Rings movies, then mass the three masterpiece films wrapped into one really overall film. Um that that is a in my mind, those are three movies that should never be remade well. ever again for the rest of time. Because um, Amazon's doing about- their Lord of the Rings. What, what do you mean? What does that mean, Tyler? You don't. No, it's not the, the <laughs> Lord of the Rings story. It, it takes place in the Second Age, you idiot. It takes place before yeah, Lord of the Rings dumb, during Literally, the rise of Sauron. Are you kidding video, me? Tyler. No, that's, that's I've for never YouTube. seen. That's for my YouTube. My apology video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For all the fans out there, you get like two views. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, the the those movies are great. I mean, the Hobbit movies say what you will, but like they're enjoyable. Like I could watch those. The third one's rough, but like the first two <laughs> Hobbit bad. movies, all right. I don't think they should have turned it into a, a three movie story arc because it's not that long of a book. But that's fine. Um. I mean, you all know one little fun story about uh, the third Hobbit movie. On when one day on set, they were so unprepared that Peter Jackson was just like, like they were trying to film like a final battle, and he just like didn't have his head together, and he was just like, "All right, three months." And so the, I think they stopped production for three That's months. Insane. I, I knew that the like, like pre-production of that movie was like a drastic Which is a power change, move and they had very little time for pre-production. I did not know that they stopped for three months. What's the difference? Time is a constant. It was three weeks or three months. I think it was months, though, because I remember the movie got delayed. I said, "What's the difference? Time is a construct. Time is a voice crack." What? Um, um. What's the next question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so sorry, King Kong 05. Um, Peter Jackson then went on to do that shortly after Return of the King. And boy, oh boy, uh, did, that movie was phenomenal. So, uh, next we'll question. We is, will do it soon, I promise. I think it's uh, aimed for Riley, but I think we all can take a stab at this. Why is Riley the way he is? Oh, yeah, I can answer that. Um, It's a combination of different factors. Um, Growing up in Beverly, Salem, Massachusetts, you learn very quickly um, to be awesome. And you don't stop, ever. Uh, So if you you notice sometimes I'm just like, that cool? That's why. 
Thank you. I was going to... So just take whatever he said in the opposite. I was going to say that, uh, you know, like in elementary school, when like the coolest kids were like, who could run fastest on the playground? Um, Riley lost the foot race to be coolest on the playground. And after that, he vowed to never feel that um, pain again. Actually, here's a true story. That, not true. But in second grade... Um, I wanted to play soccer with all my friends, and then one guy was like, "Riley, you're bad at soccer." <laughs> and then I trained and I Were practiced. You? And I pra- yes, and I practiced and I practiced and I practiced. And then okay. uh, the week later, I came back and I tried to play with them, and then they pushed me and said I was still bad at soccer, and that I would never be as good as he was. Were you still bad he, at soccer? Well, he now plays for the New England Revolution. Wait, no uh, way. Yes. Calm no, down. Ooh, I'm a huge Revs fan. Well, Justin Rennicks, go look him up. He bullied me. He plays for the fucking youth national team. (laughs) Sure, whatever. I don't know. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) They're all the same. It's U.S. professional soccer. Well, hashtag exposed. Um. Um, anyway, quick. Any more questions? Will Tyler, Papa Tyler do a solo episode? Oh, okay. Just kidding. Um, I think my recent um unexpected <laughs> rise on TikTok has now prompted me to come up with some way to monetize this. So I'm I am currently in the final stages of finishing my OnlyFans, but then probably a week, two weeks later, they'll be released on a secret burner youtube channel i just want to say this guy that i went to second grade with does cool. in fact play for the new england revolution and sounds good league soccer and the I u.s love. youth national team he's played he plays for both he's played in a world cup for a youth oh, world I, cup. big whoop does he have a podcast i don't think so do you want to get him on the pod we could talk about um bend, bend it, it like, like beckham. beckham bend it like beckham <laughs> Yeah. Name, oh, okay. One yeah, other movie, going. Kicking and Screaming, not the Noah Baumbach film, but a Will Ferrell film released around a similar time. I remember that movie. No comment. The better, the better version, the dude. I no, I had Kicking and Screaming on my iPod. It was dude, one of my if favorite you, films. Kicking and Screaming. Tiger my teeth. He's doing a soccer movie too. All right, so I guess I'll start with what everyone's been watching um i recently finished clone Wars, so i watched the the whole last like most recent season and i will say takes a big tonal shift in the last four episodes being the episodes that cover like the uh episode three stuff where like anakin you know anakin kills everybody it's pretty cool um I, I wouldn't say that the first, like, few seasons outweigh the last few seasons in terms of, like, it was worth it to watch it all. I'd say, like, if you really want to, picking up at, like, season three or four, maybe whenever the Darth Maul stuff starts, that, that's probably what I would recommend. Also been watching um, some Curb Your Enthusiasm, of course. Uh, as I say every week, there's a lot of episodes of that show, and I'm trying to get through it. And um, what do you think? I don't think I watched anything else uh, recently. I can I can take over from that. Yeah, that is me. So so good. Oh, oh, I did so actually. Fantastic. I did rewatch the like Social Network. I hadn't seen it in um, a few years. I haven't really watched that much it. this week. Really I watched it. Veep. I've been rewatching that show. I very much like it. Um, and then I'm trying to think if I watched like any movies. I've been wa- I've been on a documentary kick for a little bit. So I rewatched The Great Hack, and then I rewatched the Fire Festival documentaries. And you know, I know they were like really saturated in the media for a while so people kind of like got tired of them but the fire festival documentaries i think are a really cool look at a thing and also like watching them next to each other is like a very cool look at documentary and just like how different people tell the same story Hmm. um i finished the last dance which is the espn michael jordan documentary talked about that last week it's fantastic um i'm also going to recommend 
John Boyce and SB Nation's docuseries Dorktown. Um, every episode they tackle like a different story in sports. They just they just finished this six part series about the history of the Seattle Mariners baseball team. Um, it's a fantastic documentary series. They also have a great one about the history of UFC and its relation to like American politics, especially in a post 9-11 context. And it's crazy. It's so it, it's like it's a it's like a sports story that goes beyond sports. And I highly recommend binging those, especially because they're all on YouTube. Um, they're very fun and they're very well made. And this guy is basically doing it like all himself, except for like a couple other people. So it's a very impressive for a YouTube docu series. Yeah. So I well, Ooh, okay. Harvin. I hope everybody knows this at this point, but. Avatar The Last Airbender is now on Netflix, and it's one of the top 10 greatest shows of all time easily, and that's not even Agreed. opinion. It's just, a fact. it's just a fact. <laughs> oh, but I've been watching Avatar. I've been watching you don't Avatar watch TV like a madman. It is fantastic. It has aged very well. It is just as good, if not better, than it was when it first came out. Highly recommend it. Uh, I also... Yeah, yeah, the uh, M Night Shyamalan. You're talking film. about the yeah. movie, right? M Night Shyamalan. Like the, yeah, um, live action movie that the, everybody loves. Oh, I also checked out uh, Midnight Gospel. <laughs> oh, it's weird. It's trippy. It's from Pendleton Ward, who made um, Adventure Time. So if you've seen Adventure Time, imagine that, but for a mature audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Weird. Well, um, that's been <laughs> it for today's episode of Spoilers Only Please, possibly one of our longest episodes ever. Uh, I hope you enjoyed us talking about the interview, and uh, we'll catch you all next week with a new episode.